Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. As a stay-at-home mom, how do you find your purpose or your passion outside of raising your kids? Like, how do you know what's going to light that fire? Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Guys, welcome to the Mom Truth Pat podcast. We are Kat and Matt, and we are coming at you um, remotely because the two of us are in two different locations. I'm still in Cape Cod and Kat is in Toronto. We have about two weeks left till we're back together. And then we'll be together in Toronto for a couple of days, try and get everything ready so we can go off to LA to reconnect and bring this life back to 10. Back to life. Um, I take my earring. I have a dangly, I have a dangly earring. I'm going to take it off. That's so crazy that you got a cold. We, we haven't had colds in a year and a half. 
I know. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like it's just from being like constantly, like I would say in and out of the water, but like, I don't actually go in the ocean. So no, it's just, you're exposed to people now. You haven't been exposed to people in a really long time. So obviously you're, it's like going back to, you're in daycare. Exactly. Um, you're in kindergarten. I went to, we were at this beach and I don't know if I told you this, my kids were swimming for 45 minutes in the ocean with um, family friend and, and Mark. And then I was walked by the lifeguard stand and I overheard the lifeguards talking. They were, you know, younger girls. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? And they're like, first of all, she's like, oh, well, first of all, I met you a couple of years ago at another beach. My mom's a big fan of yours. Oh, and <laughs> she's so like, we cute. took a picture together. And then I was like, okay. And she goes, and second of all, we're talking about the Portuguese man of war. And I'm like, excuse me? Okay. Portuguese man of war. The Portuguese okay. man of war is a particular jellyfish. And I said, oh, well, I mean, I've been stung by a jellyfish. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. They're like, no, no, this one is huge. And oh. you will, you'll go to the hospital. You won't die, but you'll go to the hospital. I'm like, oh. So oh. Then the kids looked it up. And a week later, TJ's like, you know, the Portuguese man of war. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you know that their testicles are 60 feet long? Pardon? Tentacles. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. My brother-in-law overheard and he goes, you know, when I was, I was presenting a project, um, when I was like eight years old in front of my whole class, I did the same thing and I called tentacles testicles. There you go. There you go. You know what? Everyone should be calling it testicles. Yeah. Those 60 feet testicles. You know, octopuses have eight of them. Wow. Eight testicles. That is so hilarious. You know what? You know what the Instagram's like right now? Remember when we were launching our book and the day we launched it, the whole of Instagram shut down? Oh my God. Yeah. Do you remember? And I'm like, no one could get on. No one could do anything. So I. Well, it's funny because I keep keep saying that I'm like running out of data, but because of our partnership, we should have endless data. So guys, um, today is a and a I'm trying but to find before, you. You just want, oh, there you are. Okay. Before we do the Q&A, the craziest thing. Okay. So Kayla and Lindsay are our very first employees ever. And they started around the exact this, same time. They started the exact same time. Right. So they were the two that we took a chance on them. They took a chance on us. We were all in Toronto at the time where Lindsay was in Keswick, but you know, we were all working sort of, you know, seeing each other and, and everything. The two of them, how many, how many years later, Kat, are getting married one day? On this, I, uh, like basically 10. Shut up. Well, we had just maybe, maybe, okay. Okay. Maybe not eight, maybe eight, eight. Like that is crazy. Yeah. I see, I see them both going, um, they both did post on Facebook that was like this time next week, this will be my husband this time next week I'll be married. I'm like, are you two freaks getting married a day apart? Yeah. Like the, what are the chances? And then, you know, I told my family and they're all like, oh my gosh, like, are you not going? <laughs> Cause you're, because you're not in town. We always imagined that we would be at their weddings, but you know, due to like COVID and like, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, because everyone's having like small weddings and it, they didn't have to invite us anyways. I'm just saying, um, we're not going. And then Teddy and my kids go, why would you ever want your boss at your wedding? Bosses are the worst. Exactly. <laughs> like, don't want but anyways, it just, it's crazy. They're both getting married. Like, I mean, I guess that's what happens in life. You know what, Nat? People grow up and that's what happens. 
God, life is so, this is such a wrong thing to say, but like life is so boring and predictable, but that's just what happens. You grow up and you get married and then you have babies. And they're so excited about it, you know? I know. I'm looking for our our questions. There we go. Okay, Q&A. Here we go. Okay, wait, open it up. Open. Open Sesame. Hi, Kat and Nat. Michelle here in Toronto. Love listening to the podcast. You guys have kept me going through some rough days during lockdown. My question is on body confidence. Have gained a little weight over the last while. Turning 35 soon. And I'm mum to a three-year-old boy. Have you any advice on how to deal with comments from people asking if you're pregnant when you're not? As usually, I want the ground to swallow me up. Thanks. Uh, Listen, I... That, I mean, that has got to be one of the most like awkward, um, conversations. Like when somebody asks you and you're not, um, and when, and people ask you, you are, and you're like barely showing, you're like, I can't believe you had the balls to ask that. Um, and and it's super awkward. You're like, thanks tips. Like, okay. Like what do, what what do you want me to respond? No, uh, I'm just gained weight. Like there's no, there's no good response to that. And so often, it's so crazy. Okay, so it's so often, you know, when women um, put on weight as we get older, we put often a lot of us put it on in the stomach area. So like when I'm on the beach and, you know, everyone's walking around, I'm like, half of the people could kind of be pregnant and not be pregnant, me included, you know, like it just pops out. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, there is nothing that you should feel ashamed or embarrassed about when that happens, except for feeling bad for them that they were so, such an idiotic to ask that question. So and the other thing true. is, I know, like, I'm just embarrassed for them because I'm not, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. If I look down, I'm like, I could, I could, I could be pregnant, but I think, you're, any, you're, I think you're, anyone who's had a baby could look like they were pregnant. Anybody. Any one of us who's had a baby, unless you're like, so then, you know, baby number one. Like, but if you're like, even then. So then I'm walking um, in, in a town today and it's mostly men in the town and all of them, no, a lot of them, their tummies pop out. Mm. They don't ever have to worry about us mm-hmm. asking if they're pregnant, but the mm-hmm. same shit's happening mm-hmm. to them that's happening to us. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I would honestly, I feel bad for the person that had the audacity to ask if you were pregnant. And I guess the only thing you can do is you can look at them in the eyes straight and just go, nope. Yeah. And then yeah. leave it with them to learn their lesson for next time. Exactly. <laughs> and if it's a man, I would say... I hope it wasn't a man because then that it's usually women though who, you know, have the audacity. I thought we've come actually two men, two men said it. Two two men have said it to me once when I was pregnant, and once when I wasn't. But when I wasn't, I literally had given birth a month before, and I was holding my newborn, and he asked if I was pregnant. I'm like, "Are you an idiot?" Oh, and the other one was a man, and to I me was too. pregnant. I was yeah. holding a baby and they were like, that's fast. And I'm like, I just, she's two days old, you idiot. I, I know, just they just had her. Yeah, I would look them straight in the, I would look them straight in the eye and go, no. Ugh, this must be really uncomfortable for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not at all, actually. Not even a little right bit. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, no, not, not even, not even close. Didn't even have sex last week. So no, nothing, nothing. <laughs> 
not possible. Totally. Haven't had no. sex in a year. So no, no nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing's. You looking, you look, you looking to impregnate me or what? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's that. There's no really, really. They're the ones who are going to feel way worse about it than you are. And oh you know, all of God. us women are walking around looking half pregnant anyway. Not yeah, exactly. Like it is it is such a crazy. There's the fact that we're still here. Like it's still still this conversation for you know people. I don't. Like, <sighs> we all know it's socially unacceptable to ask people if they're pregnant unless they're like so pregnant that there's no like do not like you know so pregnant. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that's I'm and I'm sorry that happened to you. That is really that's not a yeah. nice feeling. You know that can make you feel un, that can stick with you for a long time and haunt you for a while. You know, and yeah, and it can kind of make you feel like when you put your clothes on in the morning that you might feel like if you don't want that to happen again, you might need to wear something different, and you just should not feel that way. Yeah, exactly. Okay, here we go. Hey, we're, we're with you, girl. My name's Shannon. And I have a random question for you both, which I think fits well with your podcast. You guys are hosting a cocktail party. You can invite anyone you want, dead or alive. Who are your top invites? <laughs> Our strippers. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I would get I, Romeo, I'd get 10, I'd get Ryan. Ryan, amazing to do some flips. Yeah, Maze for sure, right? For sure. The Turkish one can leave. He was boring. Um, I think I saw he was back in New York. Oh, Oh, he left Um, Turkey and then he's back. Got it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I recently was thinking about a celebrity that I wouldn't mind like knowing, and I can't remember who it was. Come on. I mean, I don't know. I mean, who else would we have? I mean, someone really funny, like really freaking funny. Like I, you know, I'd probably have a couple of comedians in there. Okay. Okay. Just to make me laugh. Um, okay. Yeah. And our strippers mostly. Yeah. I mean, that's, that sounds about right. I mean, we'd have our team. We love, you know, we love to bring them together. They're fun. Yeah. And then if we were hosting a party, all of you guys. Obvious. She said a cocktail party there. And although we do have cocktails, like, who would you want to talk to? You know, I have to tell you, and the reason I say, like, think, I don't know if I told you guys this, but I told Nat this when once I, I was sitting in where I was talking to someone in her house and I, I just said, you know, so much of me just enjoys someone who has like no wall up and there's so much that goes on in our daily lives that people hide, you know, even from themselves. So they, they have these lives that that they can't share. Like, you know, let's just say, for example, your kid's going through something and it's like, you're too embarrassed to say it out loud or you and your husband are fighting. And like, you know, that's why friendships are so amazing. Cause when you have someone you can share that with, when you say it out loud, it almost like normalizes like how you feel. You know, and I think that like, yes, when we go and when I talk about our dancers, it's like, they're so unapologetically them. I don't know many people who have no wall and it's like, they've lived themselves so honestly. And I think when you're a dancer or you're in a profession that like challenges ideologies and when you talk about it, you have to be prepared for someone always to judge you. And when you're prepared for someone always to judge you, you have to kind of be like, fuck it. Like, this is my life. And 
then when you begin to just embrace who you are and not have these like, you know, these like little boxes you try to keep hidden from everybody, like it's exhausting trying to hide everything from everybody. And like, you know, who did I tell what, where does this go? Can I talk about this? Can I not talk about this? And there's like, have you ever had, have you ever had gas and you had to hold in your fart all day and then you finally let it out how yeah. good it feels? <laughs> I mean, beautiful you know? analogy. Yeah. And I really do. I think that if you can ever, when you meet people like that, it is so refreshing and it is like, there's, it's I really never, like, you know what? Yeah. You know, Hassan is very like that. He's very yes. easy to be around and he's yeah. very easy to talk to. Plus he's funny. He's a great, yeah. he's a great person to talk to. Plus there's no, and I like, love it when he drinks or smokes a joint. <laughs> me too. And, and there's no, um, there's no, I just, I can't describe it. And I I find those people so refreshing. Oh, it's never the same story twice. Like it's always like, Mm -hmm. because something's always happening. So you walk in and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, there's always a crazy story. There's always like just an energy. They, man, they live life like nobody I have ever met. And it's like every moment is like taken. Like, it's like, I am, there's, I don't know. It's pretty wild. We're going to have to have them on the podcast. For like story time. Yeah. No, I think I'd also, I'd also like to have like, I would have like, oh, I would have Dave. Who's, sorry, you know, who's, Dave from the show, Dave. You know, Dave. Little Dicky. Little Dicky. He has, oh, sorry. Yes. Little Dicky. He has a new season, by the way. I'd have him. I'd have Post Malone. Okay. Okay. We have an um, eclectic group of people. Cardi B. And then I think that. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. And then I think I'd have like, there's this one particular guy from Thunder Down Under that I'm interested in. Okay. I like that. And wait, <laughs> and let, let's, let's throw Whitey in there. Oh, for sure. Just so everyone can hear like how naively adorable it is to like, cause we're all so much more experienced than him just to yeah, like yeah. have that refreshing. He's like, he's just like a fresh little peach that just fell from the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Let's throw him in there and give him a, a taste of life, you know, shake it up okay. for him. Yeah, wow, we'll really show them the world. <laughs> <laughs> Whitey, Whitey was Nat's TikTok crush who had to be banned for jealousy. Is reasons. he about the same? He's pretty close to the same age as Alexis, eh? But Alexis seems so much older than him. Yeah, I think he's going to LA too, like as we speak. What for? Probably to get famous. Wait, did you see he was packing? Yeah, he's like, I'm going to miss, like, my brother. Like, it's, like, all these people. So, yeah, stay tuned. Oh, my God. Let's definitely invite him to our hotel, hotel pool in LA. <laughs> okay. Hotel, hotel room. Oh Perfect. We like doing <laughs> podcasts with people in LA anyways better than anywhere else. So. That would be outrageous. Okay. That's a really fun one. Yeah. Three Canadians in a hotel room. Two moms <laughs> and one boy Child. Man. Man boy. boy man. Child. <laughs> We're like to his dad, we'll babysit him, don't worry. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nat. Hey, Cat Nat, this is Michelle from Fort Francis, Ontario. I absolutely love your show, love listening to it while I'm at work. Probably not the most appropriate place. However, cannot wait to see you for my very first time in Winnipeg in December. My question for you today is, what is your favorite part of your shows? Can't wait to see you. Bye. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you're coming to the show in Winnipeg. I'm so excited that you're already organized. It's so many months away, but you know you have that to look forward to. Exactly. Nothing is better than buying a ticket to our show. A favorite part of the show, I have to say that all of, all of the parts of the show are our favorites because we only have so, so much time to be there with you. So everything that's not our favorite gets cut out. But the overall feeling in the room of the people and the women is something that there's no other place I go that, yeah. I, that, that you get that. Like I could go to any restaurant, any cocktail party, any party. It doesn't make you feel the way a room full of like cat nut people make you feel. It's just, exactly. it's, it's this energy that's so unique and inspiring and inclusive and non-judgmental. And oh yeah, girl, keep freeing. going. Yeah. Just freeing, freeing letting go of everything that's been holding you down and just being able to like, I'm not embarrassed to just stand up, dance, laugh, like sing and just. And and I'll be completely honest. Um, someone said, uh, I, if you come here, I can't wait to see your new show. 
Yeah. So there will be a whole new bunch of things that we add in there that that we'll be brainstorming in LA. And OP. And you know, what's crazy is that, um, our, our show changed so much, even from the very first one we did to the second one we did to the first, there was the mom truce, then there was off the rails. And so many of the segments have, have changed every time. There and was it's the because fun, Natalie, there was the fun show, fun show. There was mom truths. There was off the rails. And rails. now, and then, reunion. and then there was our very, our very, very, very first show that was unique to its, itself in Toronto, you know? Sure, sure, sure do. So yeah, our favorite part is like, again, just the, the, you can feel the energy, you know, I think so much of us, so, so, so much of us miss that in, in, um, in COVID this, this year. So having the energy like palpable, it's palpable. We're so excited to see you in Winnipeg too. Yeah. I cannot wait. We've never, I've never been to the peg. Nat has some, you know, people in the peg, don't you? Wait, didn't we do Winnipeg? I don't think we've ever done Winnipeg. Yeah, I do think so. Maybe we never did Edmonton. Okay, fair. Something we never did. We never because did Winnipeg Because I think Edmonton. my, my Wait, um, is Edmonton, is, is Winnipeg in, in Edmonton? Don't even, Catherine. <laughs> we cannot talk out loud about this. But remember, because my sister-in-law lives there, so her people came. Oh, yeah. Okay, then we've been to Winnipeg. Yep. Okay. Don't ask me anything. This is Ellen from Oklahoma, currently in Aruba with my husband on a pound town vacation. <laughs> I was just wondering, has there ever been a time that either one of the marks were frustrated or annoyed with what you shared? Oh, she is on a beach in the ocean with the wind blowing in pound town. And she's able well, to go on her phone and have asked that conversation because she's been in pound well, town. First of all. Her husband has learned very well how you get to Pound Town. You take your wife to Aruba. A now, resort on a Have vacation. they ever been annoyed? Offy. Yeah, sometimes they just get a little, like, listen, we have the most, like, open husbands for, like, being okay with the fact that we go on the rubber strippers. So let's start by saying that. Has there been a couple of times where they kind of get a little bit, like, you like that guy? Not the strippers. They know that we're totally cool with them and there's nothing going on there but um more with just other guys online and they're like you like him they're like no you're this is part of god i'm speaking for the women of the world no it's so dumb when they get like that it is so unattractive like such a turn off if they watch a mom truth you're talking about me Nothing's about you. Get over yourself. Nothing. It's about the male species in general. Is because that, and the truth lean? of the matter is, women and men, when they say they're from different planets, that couldn't be more true. Exactly. Exactly. Ugh. I'm like, so get, you know, get over it. It's not that big of a deal. Nothing's that big of a deal. Yeah. And by the way, girl, really jealous of your Aruba pound town trip. That's exactly where they would get the pound. Yeah. Although I don't need any more time with anybody in this house. Just want to let you know. Oh my God. Like I'm right. You know, I'm not even sure I want a vacation with anybody in this house. No, 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 I don't. No, nobody in the, nobody, none, no, no more no, time. No, no, no. This I'm is, even, we have overextended sure. our time with these people. Yeah. And I'm not even sure if they were like, let's go to Mexico for the weekend. I'd be like, I think I'm okay. <laughs> no, 
I know I want to go with other people. No, anybody else, a stranger walking down the street, anybody, anything. Yeah, think I'm good. Think I'm a-okay over here. I good. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I do absolutely know what you mean. Yeah, it's been a long time I've seen the same people over and over. <sighs> like, you know, I'm bored of my, like, I'm, bo- I'm like, I wake up, I'm like, aren't you bored of my face? Like, come on. You know, you they know blame- it's crazy. They blame Scooter Braun and- her like the PR so I read it and all of those is cheating you know like the underground but like for saving okay. face it was the co- it was COVID too much time together sorry she's talking about Scooter Braun who's um oh, Just, right. uh, Justin Bieber Demi Lovato and Ariana Grande's manager who you know is super super famous he also stole he bought the rights to Taylor he's Taylor Swift's enemy so him yeah. and his wife just announced they're being separated oh they're saying it's because he spent too much time during COVID okay like Scooter Braun was sitting inside his house much during COVID please yeah or their mansion you know yeah so that was one of the like twists so interesting. oh really and they he yeah. did a huge post of like the anniversary post to her like happy yes years of marriage you make me a better man she's yeah. silent. she's silent you know I she's guess where there's smoke, Instagram since twenty twenty whether where there's smoke there's fire and apparently he's still living in the house but he's moving out soon and they're totally amicable and friends and they're doing what's best for the kids let's hear the truth Yale Yale. Yale, there's truth. And guys, so then I, so then I, I texted my brother-in-law. Like, Can you believe Scooter and, you know, Yale are getting separated? He's like, really? And he goes, Did you know Gary D and his wife are, have got a divorce? I'm like, I googled it. I looked everywhere. It's nor apparently it was a nowhere long drawn out process. Nowhere to be seen. A long a long process because obviously you can imagine how complicated with all the business and everything like that. But apparently it just like recently got finalized. But it was t- it was like yeah. That's crazy. So now well, Gary V gets to go pump, pump around. To pump Trump. Here we go. Hi, ladies. My name is Leslie. And my question is, as a stay-at-home mom, how do you find your purpose or your passion outside of raising your kids? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know what's going to light that fire? I need mm-hmm. help. Thank you. You know what I think about when people ask this question? Okay. I have a question. Do they, did they have it before kids? Like, so you know, you're going to have kids at some point, right? But you've got to, if, did you ever have passion and purpose before that? Or were you thinking your kids would be your passion and your purpose? And then when your kids come along and they're not your passion and your purpose, they're your job, but they're, you know, you're passionate and you're, they make purpose, purpose for you do you feel even like let down and lost because your passion and your purpose never came from what you thought it would come from? I know. And you know, I find it so interesting to talk to different women, um, women who had careers and had children then, you know, um, like changed their career or continued their career or a woman I met just um, a week ago, she was very, very successful um, businesswoman, and she had she had two kids, and she worked while she had two kids, and then she decided to leave her career. And we know another woman like this too. Yeah. And I said, "Well, I said, you know, and I, I wanted, to, I want to make sure that I just my words correctly when I said it. But basically, what I wanted to know is, like, as your kids grow up, will you miss being like having your own, like having your own career?" And she's like, "Honestly." 
I thought my career was everything, but now just being home with the girls, she's like, I don't think I'll ever like her husband is makes a lot of money. So this is, this is an option for her, but she's like, I just, I love being a stay at home mom. Now I don't think I'll ever go back. Oh, wow. Right. So there's, so there's that too, that people are there's like, the I'm opposite. The, I'm a hundred percent satisfied by being a mother and it's everything I ever wanted. I don't want it. I, I don't want to do anything else. Um, and then there's, and then it sounds like to me that you're, that, that you're looking for more, um, something else outside, outside of, motherhood. of being a mother. And that's absolutely how I felt. I thought I would, I, I really thought that I would be a mom. I'd four, have four kids. And at that time I thought I'd never go back to work. I would just raise them and I would be their mom. And I would, you know, I, I in my mind, cause my mom did it. I volunteer at the school, like, and I do all these things. But then when it came to it and I had the four kids, I had this, this thing inside me. And I remember driving and I always, I always remember this moment. I was with my girlfriends and they all, you know, were career women. And I said, and then we drove downtown and I was like, I can't believe there's this world out here outside of me being a mom. Like I'm so detached from the I, world. I remember the story you told me. Yeah. And I just, I felt like I looked at the lights and the buildings and I was in the car and I was just like, my whole world is just at home with the kids. And right. I was like, I need, and then they were like, why don't you, why don't you, um, why don't you volunteer? Volunteer. And I was like, I absolutely hear that sentiment, but I think that my time is worth money. <laughs> right. You really, well, if you're going to take it away from your kids, you have to be able to yeah. be able like to justify it, you know? And I, and I guess it was a part of me that knew that I wanted to have more money and do something that made me feel connected to the world, really. Because as a mother, sometimes you can feel so isolated from the world because you in your kids were... That's a really that's good point though, is that sometimes passion is related to like, you're searching for something that you're, you're not even knowing you, you're facing. Like sometimes passion is not like a grandiose career or like something you are. It's like going, making girls night and going out on a Friday night to like, mm-hmm. you know, do something outside of motherhood. And I think rather than like, I think, finding pat you're very lucky if you have found your passion and i think passion changes over time and i think you know some people can only find their passion by trying things and doing things mm-hmm. so if you can say yes to like you know more if you can say yes to more opportunities i think the hardest thing that that stay at home moms face is the monotony and um the the lack of support because we feel guilt for asking for help because we feel like it's our job. And so we don't ever take a moment away because it's like, well, this is my job. So I'm going to do my job well. And I think that if you can just ask for help and step outside little by little, you might find that just having your own identity might help you fuel and feel passionate about life. Because I think when we search for this thing called passion, you can always feel disappointed because it sometimes changes day to day, but if you can, if you can live passionately and, and ha- be happy and find things that you enjoy, you might, you might feel passionate about life then, you know, you, you might feel passionate about life and you also might stumble upon something that you otherwise mm-hmm. wouldn't have come across just because you said yes to a few things outside of, of, of your box of what you do every day. Cause I would say, I would say so much of how, where we ended up was just sort of like trying exploring. We had, yeah, we had no specific plan, but we were, we were open to exploring. 
And I think the biggest disservice we do as a society is like making, how telling people like your passion, go find your passion. You'll be successful if you find your passion. Well, how do you find your, like, you don't just wake up and you're, you know, unless you're like, your passion is children and you want to go be a teacher or like, you know, there's so much, so many of us stumble and feel like we're failing because we don't have a, a, a quote unquote passion. And, and a lot of people have careers and jobs. My husband, for example, my husband's job, I wouldn't say he's passionate about it, but he's passionate about making it successful, which is a very different, he's so competitive that that is like his passion to create things that like, you know, go, that are successful. It is his job every day, a passion? No, but the end result is his passion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes it's not like, exactly. It's not like, oh, my passion was to become a, um, a Peloton instructor. It was, um, it's, it's deeper than that. It was feeling connected to other people that had like, were like-minded. I love that you used Peloton as your example. Well, I was going to use a spin instructor, but I forgot, like, that's how much Peloton, like the branding has worked for me is I couldn't come up with the word spin instructor, but I could come up with Peloton instructor. Two, two, Shay. Oh, we have another question. Hold on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, I have a question, sorry, about your son and his sleepover camp. Yeah. On Saturday, is that the end of two weeks? Over two weeks, yeah. He's going to come home in two weeks. He doesn't know no, that but, yet. Oh, that's what I was going to say, is does he get the opportunity to stay for an extra week? No, he doesn't need to. He can come home. I've come to realize, oh, did like... did you guys discuss that before? No, he doesn't know yet. I can't talk to him. But I'm like, at, at his cousins are going to come down. And I'm like, two weeks, three, like you got the experience. You're having fun. Oh like, my God. Are, are you never going to hear the end of it? You're the worst mom ever because they're going to give him the opportunity to call you to say, can I stay an extra week? And you're going to say no. Well, oh, well, I, I feel for you. Oh shit. I feel for you. Oh God. Yeah, no, I know Max I, too. He's going to be like, I wanted to stay for three weeks. I don't, I don't know if he will be here. He like, when he, when he said two weeks, I was like, you're the only one going for two weeks. It's like, I don't care. I want to go try it. I'm like, okay. 
We'll see. Two weeks is a long time for a nine-year-old to be gone. Three weeks is even longer. But he's the only one who's leaving. Yeah, it builds character, Natalie. Like, Natalie whatever. Goes. You know what? You fly outside of him, we couldn't afford it. Yeah. That's a lesson right there. Well, did, did Mark won't pay the check anyways. I would have to find it from somewhere. I know. He wouldn't be like, yeah. Okay, here we go. Hey guys, Mm -hmm. so I wanted to get your opinion on wedding rings. When my husband and I got married three years ago, we didn't have money for wedding rings. So I was using my mom's old ring, which was great because it was sentimental, but it wasn't mine, you know? So flash forward three years later, we're in a more financially stable place, but we just had a baby. So I go back and forth between wearing a $100 Pandora ring and a silicone ring, but a lot of my friends have really expensive, nice wedding rings. So it makes me want to splurge. So I guess my question is, is it worth the splurge or does a wedding ring really even matter? Thanks. Aw, that's so cute. I love cute. such a unique question. I love that. Um, I think that 100% a wedding ring is important to those who want to wear one, you know, who want to have a diamond on their hand, mm-hmm. like and your friends have these big expensive rings. Is that important to you? And if mm-hmm. it isn't, like only you can answer that, right? Like, mm-hmm. so for me, I had, I had my initial engagement ring. It was important to me. Not a lot of expensive things are important to me, but it was important to me to have a bigger diamond and um, a, a little bit more of an extravagant looking ring than what I was proposed with. That was important to me. So I freaking sourced it out. I made it happen. I changed it four times until I landed on what I really um, liked, which happens to be a three stone ring, which, you know, um, it's a more traditional kind of a look with the three stones than what I had. I had the princess cut with the two trillions on the side. And um, I realized that I like that I don't like it to be too big and too flashy, but I definitely like the traditional of the three. And so I went out of my way to totally replace it and change it because I cared. And if I didn't you, care, you care a lot. I cared like, about that. I really did care. Yeah. I mean, I, I did a lot of things to make that happen. Now I also get obsessed with different things at different times. You I know, was just going to really say matter. that too. At that time, you mm-hmm. really cared Oh, I really did. I, I really spent a lot of time like looking and changing and it mattered to me. But if it, and if, if it matters to you, then see if you can make it happen. But if, if a silicone ring makes you feel just as much as the girl with the expensive ring, then who fucking cares? Is that like, you know, a lot of people don't even wear their rings, you know, a lot nope. of people wear just like, like their wedding band. They don't even bring out their stones anymore. Nope. That's so amazing. to me, it, to me, it was important. I, I love that answer though. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Is it, is it important? Don't do it. Cause everyone else is doing it. If you look at them mm-hmm. and you're like, I actually really love that. You know, then you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to do that. But if you could and give also, two flying beeps. Yeah. Also, um, there is a, a, like a newer style thing that a lot of people get in. It's the Maisonites. So they are basically, they are diamonds that are grown inside of a lab instead of naturally. And not only does that mean that they're like not blood diamonds, but they're also absolutely diamonds. It's just that they grow in a lab and not like out in wherever. So, and and if you get a good one, they're still expensive, but they are not. Oh my gosh. Yes. They're not what. <clears throat> they're like to manage your expectations. They're still expensive. They're just yeah. not what someone who went to the ground to get it would be. 
And mining, just so you know, there's mining. something a mining, yeah, which could definitely be blood diamonds. So I think you're actually better off like feeling good about yourself to get a masonite, anyways. But um, go, look at Lauren B. B. Jewelry on Instagram. Jewelry. Oh, we haven't watched her Lauren in a B. while. I know because we got our rings and we got over it. We have new obsessions. All I look at is veneers, you know. It is so true. Yeah, now you're getting veneers. When does that happen? Mm. I have two full days blocked off in um, August for it. Not believe you're getting fucking. And veneers. you know what's so crazy is some, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, I have like pretty nice teeth. What you the do. Fuck am I doing. I know. <laughs> Especially like since you got your gum up. surgery. I know. I'm actually scared it's, for you to get veneers. I'm like nervous they're going to be I'm too very, long. I'm. I'm so scared. I'm so scared, but I just feel like, and you know, give me a year and I'll be on to something else. Probably boobs or something. Who knows? I can't believe. Yeah. So you're going to like, you're literally a hundred percent doing it. Yeah. Does I that, am. does the person know how much they cost? Yeah. That's why when we had our, what is it? Would we have a 16 year anniversary this year? 16? No idea. 14. Whatever it was, like she, someone asked, "What are you, what are you getting her?" And he's like, "Teeth." He said, "You said teeth." He said teeth. He told someone that's what my gift was, but honestly, like they're so expensive and they're so like nobody in my life sees a problem with my teeth except for me. <laughs> okay, well, I support, I support you. I guess, I guess, I should say I don't, but I do. I'm like, yeah, no. Get go go crazy! I'll wa- I'll watch mm-hmm. you. I will yeah. watch you get your teeth, and then I'll guess pick you up. I don't know. Make fun of me, yeah. Pick you up, and then make fun of you for having dentures. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great <laughs> dynamic. It's going to be beautiful. Are you going to talk weird? <laughs> like, because you're, it's going to change. Gonna go- Something's going to go wrong. Like, you know, something's going to be like, my bite's going to be off. So it's going to be weird. I actually, I met one of our, when I spent the night um, with one of our followers uh-huh. and she bought me drinks, she had gotten the lip flip. So yes. she couldn't drink out of a straw. She's like, I can't turn, like, I can't like drink out of a straw. I talk out of the side of my mouth. I'm like, I do not recommend the lip flip. Lip filler all the way. Lip flip, no way. What did it look like on her? Her lip looked really pretty. But like, I, I understand. And she sent me a picture the next day. She was at a pool drinking from a straw. And she's like, obviously drinking out of the side of my mouth because I can't. <laughs> oh, my. Can't drink because of my lip flip. Yeah, that was a time. Coffee would have been bad. Well, those were like really fun questions. Thanks, guys. What do you do tomorrow night? Sure. Well, we have a podcast at 11, right? Yeah, we do. Oh, guys, for the common parent. I'm really excited because the questions I want to know are... <sighs> Like number one, are there characteristics? I can't believe that's his job. Of drug yes, addicts, to look for. are there character? Are there kids that you're like, you know what? This is a higher propensity. Yep. Number two, yep. are there things which we have heard that with addi- with any kind of any kind of addiction would be like um, an ADHD um, um, or anxiety and stuff like that. There, we like we'll hear if he says that, but we know that they search to calm calm themselves down. So often. Like those kind of people are more at risk. 
is there like an age? So like kids are most likely- I'm sorry, guys. He's an expert in teenage addiction. Is that correct? Yes. And in addiction, I'm like, and is there, is there like a, uh, like a prototype where it's like, you know, the perfect storm. So like five things have gone wrong and this is like, like the scale, you know, and then Mm -hmm. how, what are we looking for? Like versus trying versus addicted. Like what, what does that look like? And like, no, this is like, how do you talk to your kids to this topic? Like, how do you talk to them? How do you talk to them about this? Like, don't do drugs. Okay. And is every, and is, and is realistically every, every child at risk to become addicted? Like, I know that they say that once, if you like, if they just try like, like those ones like heroin or, um, well, I don't even know what they're doing these days, but like that you do it once and it's like, that's done, you know, it's cause we know like people experiment with like all kinds of marijuana, but like, it doesn't mean that you're going to be addicted. Like if they try it and like prescription pills and like all of that, oh my gosh. And then I I really, I really want an expert on, um, for the common parent guys, if you're not a member, go to cat, uh, the common and you can see everything there. I really want an expert on how to teach kids, how to get out of those situations. So like mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. like, what can you say? How can you get out of it? How can you lie? When do you lie? What's your exit plan? Cause I think that's half the battle for these kids. Like they just sit there and they're like, uh, I guess I'll do it. Cause I don't know. I don't know what else what is to the say. Illness? What is the illness they can say that they have so that they well, are I told Olivia to, to say she's allergic. I'm like, just say, cause everyone's allergic to, to alcohol, right? Like and technically, like I, I barf and I black out. Well, everybody does that. If you drink too much, you know, my, I, I vomit if I drink it, so I can't. And then she drinks one day, but just something to give them like that situation to get out, you know? when they're, when they're yeah. under peer pressure, it'd be so good to have. So that's yeah. what, that's what's, that's, that's what's coming up. Yeah. That's so exciting. So, so that's what we're going to do tomorrow at 11. So I'm hoping it's going to be a good beach. We had a little issue with our boat. So hopefully the boat will be fixed and then we can head out on the water to find like, just like sandy beaches in the middle of the ocean. Cause those are our favorite. There's like nobody there. And it's just like unbelievable views instead of like a clusterfuck beach, you know, where I get panic attacks and have to go poo. Okay. Got it. Got it. So is the boat fixed? You don't know yet. I This crazy thing happened where they went to the boat place to get fixed and it was Taylor, Mark and grandpa. And the woman just thought that the grandpa was like trying to be rude and be mean and be like, try to get things for free and like all he was doing like and Mark and Taylor both there all he was doing was just saying I got the boat you know checked out like how you get your your boat your car checked out you guys sent it back saying nothing was wrong as soon as I got it the hose didn't work and the motor was smoking and she's like uh, and it went on and on and on. Apparently she was like, you know, Brian is such a sweet man. He would never walk into a place looking for a fight. Right, right. And apparently she was, she was so horrible. Like Taylor's like, I didn't understand what was going on. Like, it's like, she was saying things that didn't make sense. And she was so crazy. And then the owner came in he like, what's going on. And it was like a situation. Anyway, Whoa. so she's probably going to like, she's probably going to poison the boat. and We're all going to die, but it was nice knowing you. Okay. How are you going to, um, how are you going to, uh, well, I guess stay tuned for that story. I can't wait to hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know you leave you know you leave next week right like you're leaving really soon yeah I'm leaving tomorrow next week (laughs) you're leaving Monday get it Tuesday I think you're leaving next Tuesday I only have one more weekend here in Cape Cod and then you're going to Maine well, then I'm going to Hopkinton for two days because the kids really want to go to Hibachi there and go to this place that's like a, it's like a, fan, it's like an arcade. Like you can do like everything from like trapezing to go-karts to bowling to axe throwing, like okay. all this stuff. So the kids love it there. So we're going to do that. And then we're going to go to Hibachi. So we'll spend one to two nights at my sister-in-law's house. And then we'll all go to our friends in Maine where um, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and one of their kids are actually coming as well. And that's the end. And that's for the weekend. So that's the weekend. And then we're looking to potentially break up one night um, on the way home because it's nine hours without stopping. Whoa. And so you get home. So if we could do like, if we could do like four and a half and four and a half and just stop somewhere in New York state, because that's halfway through. Okay. And stay at a hotel just so it's not so like, um, what's the word? Uh, tedious. Uh, not, yeah, like, not dodging, but so daunting. daunting, daunting. Daunting. Yeah, not so, so it's not so daunting. And then we can have one last night. And Teddy's birthday is while well, we're, I guess, in Maine. And then TJ does not know that I'm missing his birthday. He keeps asking me how many days to my birthday after we get home. Yada, yada, oh, no. yada. He asks me oh, every no. day. Oh, no. Yeah. So oh, I don't no. know. I think we're going to have a family meeting about lying about the calendar or something. <laughs> Because he's going to be like, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to ask him his birthday every day. And oh. guys, we'll be, in, we'll be in LA, so no big deal. We booked hotels. No, I'm going to go book that. I'm going to go book hotel right now. I'm going to go book hotel right now. I love that hotel. Okay, I was That's making really sure. Fun. I'm like, did we like it? Did we not? Oh I remember I remember the sparsy, the spicy marks on the rooftop. Yeah, now it's like summer and we'll be up there and like if there's gonna yeah. be girls in high heels walking around the pool. Well, and, it was um, quiet when we went, I think. It was it? so quiet when we went and it was July. I know. So I, I hope it's, I think it was one of our favorite pools though. Cause I guess Ellie doesn't have a yes. great pool scene. Like yes, some of it was them, amazing. You know? Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. We should probably go for a drink with our lawyer. He's always got a good story to tell. I completely agree. Let's go. And, let's <laughs> and go, we'll let's, have to see our agents. Let's go find out where Whitey is. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if he's there now, how long is he staying? Everyone's in LA. Well, he <sighs> was, so it was like he was reunited with his mom and that was like very big news. Oh, he saw her? Yeah. And it was all over TikTok. There's, he has so many fan pages. He's a <gasps> phenomenon. Oh my God, he reunited with his mom. He hadn't been good with her for a while. Okay, one more question is, yeah. um, um, I forget. Oh, I know. I was going to tell you that I was so proud of myself. I went out today at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Sorry, we got to the town, we drove an hour. We got there at 11 o'clock. I almost died in the rain. Like literally when we were on that call, cat, I told Mark, I'm like, you have to pull off the road. It was, we could not, he could not see a thing. Okay. It was torrential downpour. That's and like, very scary. you know, when you, you, 
Yeah, like hydroplaning. Mi- not microplaning. Yes, hydro. all of that. And I was like, yes, hydroplaning. And I was so scared. And I was like, oh my God. But I'm listening to the call and I'm trying to focus. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, pull off the road. So we pulled off the road. And then we got there. Anyways, I left the house here at 10 o'clock and I got back here at 4 30 and I had no poo emergency. Oh, that's amazing. Which is huge for me. Why? What did you just eat? Carrots? I had a salad at lunch. Just because if I had had like a like a fried chicken something, I probably would have like died. What did you told- send me? I didn't. Whitey, see, I'm gonna miss the little mm-hmm. bro. Where's oh, he looks so handsome there. <laughs> okay. okay, let's t- let's. Uh, I'll Instagram him and ask him where he's going. Thank you. Okay. Oh my gosh, guys, make sure you go to the common parent. You have to, you have to be a part of, if you're a parent, it's like your responsibility. This is our prescription to you. Doctors do yes. prescribe women who are having postpartum problems to follow Pat and Nat. Yes. We are telling you, actually doctors are probably going to start subscribing the common parent to parents with kids that aren't babies. There you go. There you go. Okay. We'll chat tomorrow and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and you're like T minus you're less than two weeks. Oh my gosh. Okay, bye. Bye, guys.